From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Ward White and Ryan Fox in the Alan Samuels Studio this morning, and I am in Fort Worth at the Worthington Hotel. And we say thank you and good morning. Welcome into game game time here for a. Uh, a Wednesday, Tom and Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Let's quickly go around the horn and check in. Ward White, good morning. How are we? I'm good. Good, good. Ryan, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you up there, Tom? Terrific. And uh, off and running. Now, the uh, the Matt Mosley show kicked off our coverage here for the uh, the Armed Forces Bowl last uh, or yesterday afternoon with a with a big show. So uh, we're, we're going to uh, jump right into it. There's plenty to get to today. We're going to have... Uh, some audio from Dave Aranda that we'll listen to this morning. We'll also hear. Uh, look, we'll, we'll go back and catch some of the uh, some of the Mac Rhodes interview. There was two or three things that were I thought pretty significant and uh, and interesting, and and so we'll hear from from Mac Rhodes uh, a little later on this morning. Josh Neighbors is going to be here to talk Big Twelve football, and R.J. Ochoa talks some Cowboys with us, and uh, Joe Trahan. From uh, Channel 8, WFAA here in the in the Metroplex will also talk some Cowboys with us. So we got a lot of stuff to get to today. And uh, we'll also, Ward, with the with the inclement weather coming, what are we going to be, about 45 below zero? Yeah, close uh, to that. Is it? Yeah. So I, I thought, why not get somebody on here that can maybe walk us through some of the to-do things that we need to do to prepare for, you know, the the great Arctic front of 2022, and and, and we know that we gotta we gotta take care of our our people, you know, our homeless. Take care of those those folks. Got to take care of our people. Got to take care of our pets. Got to take care of our plants, and we got to take care of our pipes, don't we? Let's uh, let's welcome into the program. From Stoss Plumbing. They've been doing business, by the way, since 1954. We say good morning to my good friend, Kenny Stoss. Kenny, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning, Thomas. How are you today? Well, right now, uh, my windshield is covered in ice, and I'm trying to drive, and I probably should stop. (laughs) Yeah, that's you're talking on the phone. You're driving with ice on the windshield. Probably not a good combination. So you you tell me if you need to stop, but we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about this. What are some of the things that that homeowners and, and, and people in general need to do in preparation for a sudden switch in temperatures like this? Number one, know where if you have any exposed pipes, get them insulated. Uh, think about your outside hydrants. Get those insulated with the little foam covers on there, or if you don't have that, wrap them up in newspaper and duct tape. If you have an irrigation system, turn it off. Um, if you have a backflow assembly on there and know what it is, <laughs> drain it. Uh, inside the house, if you have an, uh, a fixture on the outside wall, like your kitchen sink where you uh, wash dishes every day, Tom, 
open up the cabinets underneath so that the warm air can get under those cabinets. And then last of all, if it gets down to it, just let, let your faucets drip. Even a little bitty steady stream, moving water freezes a whole lot harder than water just standing still. I, I want to go back to, to the, uh, the, the irrigation system. How does one go about finding where this stuff is if one doesn't know? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, ask your wife. Or call Get more to come over? <laughs> call your irrigation company if somebody takes care of it for you or your plumber. Uh, just call them up and they'll, they'll walk you through on uh, possibilities of turning it off. If, if not, maybe they'll even come out and show you. Visiting with Kenny Stoss from Stoss Plumbing, and and Kenny, with 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 these new houses, uh, you you mentioned those foam covers. Is, is that sufficient? I mean, for example, I, I put those covers on every winter and leave them on through the winter. Is, is that sufficient, or do I need to go back and wrap them in towels and then put the the cover on? Um, Tom, anything is sufficient up to a certain point. Um, that's what, that's what we do at my house, just put the foam covers on. Uh, usually the warmth from inside the house will come out around that pipe and get trapped in that foam cover, so it, it does a good job. All right, Kenny, anything else we need to know about uh, uh, about the great ice storm or, I mean, uh, the great uh, Arctic front of 2022? If your pipes happen to freeze, and your water shut off, and you think that you can thaw them out, please don't use a blowtorch or a hand torch. Uh, maybe a hair dryer or something like that. Um, put your plumber on speed dial. Um, and I guess the only other thing I want to tell everybody is to have a very Merry Christmas and remember Jesus is the reason for the season. There you go. Hey, hey, one quick thing you did tell me that, you know, I, you know, we, we won't know until after everything starts to thaw out if we have any issues. I, that never even crossed my mind that, you know, hey, it's going to probably be Saturday or whatever before we, we recognize whether there's any issues or not. That's correct. And another important thing I didn't tell you about, if you don't know, try to find out where to cut off the water to your house. If everything freezes up, go ahead and turn it off. Collect all the water you can beforehand and turn it off. When it starts thawing out, turn it back on, cross your fingers. There you go. Kenny, thanks. We appreciate your time this morning. Y'all have a good morning. You do the same. That's uh, Kenny Stiles from Stiles Plumbing Company. Hey, hey, Ward, do you know about those sprinkler systems and all that stuff? Because I don't. Yes. Yes, okay. I do. I'll I'll text you my address here in just a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I kind of feel helpless for for a number of reasons. Number one, I could be sitting in the driveway, wouldn't know what to do. That's one. Number two, uh, I'm in Fort Worth, so kind of taking care of that stuff is it's going to be a problem. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, slightly. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I put the foam covers on Saturday and turned the sprinkling system off Saturday. I don't know how to do the sprinkler system. I don't know how to turn it off. I don't know how to, you know, he said something about uh, draining it, uh, you know, if there's like a, a valve or I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to do all that. That may be a phone call to, to somebody, but anyway. <laughs> <sighs> 
There you go. Uh, let's see what else is going on. And let's uh, let's dive into some sports this morning. Uh, and, and let's begin with uh, the news that uh, that it's just coming out, or we're just seeing it anyway. Uh, and, and Ward, it's just two days shy of the fiftieth anniversary of the immaculate reception by Franco Harris. We learned that uh, this morning that Franco Harris died last night at the age of 72. What an unbelievable football player for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, that may be, that may be to me, that's still the, the one play in the National Football League that defines the NFL. Yeah, it's the most recognizable play. You see it every year. Uh, you have for years. And it vaulted the Pittsburgh Steelers into the three Super Bowls. Uh, that, that play really pushed them over the edge and, and got them to that Super Bowl and, again, won back-to-back after that. So, you know, uh, just an iconic play and, and an iconic player. Franco Harris is as recognizable, recognizable as anybody that's ever played the game. And You know, it, it's, go ahead, I'm it, sorry. It's sad as, you know, at, at some point, all our heroes have to uh, – have to pass away, and, and Franco Harris is certainly a hero to a lot of a lot of NFL fans. No question. I mean, and you know, back in the day when it was a it was a unbelievable rivalry, and it was typically a Super Bowl rivalry between the Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, we were talking about how you could sit there and just rattle off the names of the Cowboys. Well, you could do this the Steelers the same way. You know, the the Rocky Blyers, the Lynn Swans. The, the Franco Harris's, I mean, you could sit there and, and, you know, talk about the steel curtain. You knew those guys. I mean, you felt like you knew those guys anyway. And uh, that that's just not the case anymore. But those guys you did. And uh, and we're, it's unbelievable to think about, but we're two days shy of the 50th anniversary of that play occurring. Unbelievable. Well, unbelievable. It, we're three days shy of them retiring his jersey against the Raiders, the team he made the catch against, they were going to retire his jersey this weekend against the Raiders. Hmm. Unfortunate. Right. Uh, Franco Harris, dead at the the age of 72. Uh, let's see. What else do we got going on? Boy, it was not a great shooting night for the Bears. Therefore, it was not a great scoring night for the Bears. But they do manage to win the basketball game. Uh, last night, uh, I'm trying to pull up the box. They, they defeated Northwestern State. 58-48 to improve to nine and two on the season. They shot uh, they shot about thirty nine percent from the floor. Dale Bonner uh, kind of led the way. Not, uh, yeah, Dale Bonner uh, kind of led the way with uh, uh, Jalen Bridges led the way with thirteen points. Dale Bonner had eleven for the Bears. They played without Adam Flagler again. Uh, he was six, so that's the second time in in three games they were. Th- they were without Adam Flagler. L.J. Cryer uh, had 11 points, but uh, it was not a great shooting night, guys. And you know, give Northwestern State credit. I mean, they hung in there and, and you know stayed in the game. Well, and when you're a team like Baylor, you're going to get everybody's best shot every night, and that's what happened last night with Northwestern. And you can ill afford to have a bad night from the field, and and the Bears basically had a bad night from the field. They were able to out-athlete them and, and get the win. But I, I think you – anybody that opens up the the uh, box score this morning and, and is looking for that score and go, wow, that was that was closer than I thought it was going to be. Or anybody that was able to go or, or listen to it last night, 
you could tell that, you know, the Bears were just a little bit off last night. But as you point out, at the end of the day, they get the win, and the win is, is you know, the single most important thing. So now they, they take the break for Christmas. We do have basketball coming up today, later today. It's a, it's an afternoon game over at the Ferrell Center as uh, the, the Baylor women will play their last game before the Christmas break. Long Beach State is coming in, and uh, that will be that game is going to be over on 104.9 FM. So that will be t- uh, this afternoon uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Remember, you can uh, text us if you like. 254-662-1660 is the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. 254-662-1660, the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Ward, this is uh, this is signing day. This is, it, Yeah, we got a big football game coming up on Thursday, but this is where teams start to build the future. This is, this is signing day. It is, and it's a fun time for – athletes coming out of high school to to finally get it made official where they're going to end up and there'll there'll be some last minute moving and shaking it always is uh but this is turned in this was originally early signing day uh <laughs> and then now it's basically signing day there'll still be a few stragglers at the end but most uh most everybody will know where everybody's going by the end of the day today and it, it's a fun time it really is Absolutely. Uh, again, uh, Ward and Ryan are back in our uh, Alan Samuel Studios, and we are here in Fort Worth uh, at the Team Hotel, and we are presented by uh, we're presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, and brought to you in part by a lot of fine folks, including Automatic Chef Canteen, Dancing Bear Pub, La Fiesta Restaurant, our friends at Myatt Fuels, NeighborWorks Waco, uh, Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. TFNB, your bank for life, Barnett Contracting, Morrison's Gifts, and many, many more. Thank you so much for uh, for being a part of the program and uh, in in bringing us uh, in, in bringing our listeners the, uh, the the programs here from Fort Worth. And again, we'll uh, we'll be here at the hotel through tomorrow morning, and then we're going to move over to Amon Carter Stadium for game day live, and that begins at 2.30 on Thursday afternoon. Coming up, we'll talk some more college football. We got, uh, we'll got we talk about Air Force. With uh, We'll hear from Dave Aranda. Uh, Josh Neighbors will be here to talk Big 12 football with us and Big 12 basketball. And uh, as we mentioned, uh, we'll also hear from Mac Rhodes, who was on the uh, Matt Mosley show. That was interesting to, to be here at our, at our position. Uh, uh, in in the hotel and just have Mac come by. Typically, he is as busy as he is. He's on the phone, but he is here in Fort Worth, so he just stopped by the uh, the broadcast center here uh, at the hotel. So that was kind of cool. RJ Show is coming up, as is Joe Trahan. So we got a big show for you here this morning as uh, we come to you live from Fort Worth. This is Game Day Live on ESPN Central Texas. It's game day live this Thursday afternoon at 2.30 from Eamon Carter Stadium in Fort Worth as the Baylor Bears take on the Air Force Academy in the Lockheed Armed Forces Bowl. Game day live is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Matt Mosley and me as we get you ready for the Bears and the Air Force Falcons in the Lockheed Armed Forces Bowl. Our coverage begins at 2.30 with Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor football. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. 
think about it, the most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Merry Christmas from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. I know you've heard the exciting news. In our ongoing battle to end truck nudity in our lifetime, Pickup Outfitters is growing and expanding. Next year, we'll move into our new, larger facility on Waco Drive with expanded services. And that means we need more soldiers dedicated to help clean the roads and streets of Central Texas of naked trucks. We're currently looking to add two positions, a store manager and an installer technician. As a store manager, you'll oversee the day-to-day -day fight to end truck nudity. You'll work with our team to help concerned citizens outfit their truck. You'll help businesses and contractors in Central Texas get their work trucks prepped to keep our community growing. As an installer technician, you'll outfit naked trucks with new and modern accessories. You'll install lift and leveling kits. You'll work on suspensions. You'll be the grease that keeps our machinery running. Won't you consider joining our team? Apply online on Indeed or in person at Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble. You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate. Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born it. Anyway, why are we here? To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. So I have to be happy in the cold? No, you don't Fix have it to. Fix Just call us. She'll make me show up. I wear my polar bear suit. 254-235-4922. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef for all their break room supplies. They offer 
offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Advanced Foundation Repair. Hey, welcome back. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports, Tom Ward and Ryan. We're glad you're with us. Uh, Matt Mosley will be along this afternoon between, uh, I think, around 3 o'clock. Uh, John Morris has got basketball duties at the Ferrell Center, so uh, Matt will be along at around 3 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, hey, Ward, I was thinking about this uh, last night and, and this morning. Uh, with today being signing day, it's you know we talked I think yesterday about Arkansas and all the movement with the Arkansas football team. Well, Arkansas sophomore Keytron Jackson Jr. has announced that he is uh, going to come play for Baylor uh, next season. And, you know, you used to think, and tell me if, if you were the same way. I used to think, I wonder why he's he's transferring. Now I I think to myself, I wonder what it ta- it took to get him to transfer. Do you feel the same way? Um, yeah, I guess in a way. I mean, I kind of know what it takes now, or what I feel like I know what, what it takes to transfer now, and it's not a whole lot. Uh, unfortunately, that's where we're at with this transfer rule. Um, it, it it just It's a free-for-all, and, you know, guys are just picking up stakes and saying, I'm not happy here, and so I'm going to go play somewhere else. I mean – also, not only him, JT Daniels, the starting quarterback from West Virginia, is now transferring to his fourth school uh-huh. to play for Rice. So, I mean, it's, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, and it may be way off base, but it's it's absolutely out of control and ridiculous. No, I, I agree. But I was thinking more in terms of what kind of NIL deal gets well, a guy to transfer to I don't I know. don't think uh, maybe that has something to do with some of these but a lot of it is I'm taking my ball and going home no I agree I, I think if you don't if you don't get quote the playing time you 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 want or you feel like you deserve then you're going to jump in that portal but I also think that guys are looking for deals I think guys are shopping themselves around when they get in that portal uh, I, I think that's just the, the lay of the land now. I think it's a dangerous thing we're in with the combination of the portal and the NIL. I, I just I, I just do. I just, I don't know. I just, it, I think it's tough. Uh, and that's why you see so much time spent re-recruiting your own players. And, and if coaches tell you that they don't have to do that, that's just not true. They do. I mean, they, they have to re-recruit their own players. They have to do it on a consistent and constant basis. It's as well as go build their teams for the future. It is uh, – and, and we'll hear Matt Groach talk about that a little later on in the program, uh, probably in about a half an hour. But it, it is it, – it's it's a busy time in, in the, uh, the offseason and into the bowl season, particularly leading up to signing day, as you know. I mean, how much – how much can change today before a kid puts his name on the piece of paper? How much can change? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can commit to you, but until I'm, until, you know, until your own campus, dry, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I no. don't, I don't think a whole lot changes from this point. 
from from the time they sign. I mean, there's a there may be a few that circumstances change for them and they and they don't show up. But for the most no, no, part, I'm talking about leading up to signing day. You know, oh well, I committed I mean, to you. Yeah, until there's a commitment until from Baylor sign, that yeah. just flipped a few minutes yes. ago. The Dante it, it, Moore, the five star quarterback, is now uh, committed to Oregon. And he was committed to Baylor, to Baylor, and now he's uh, he he's he's moving on. So I, I mean, My I goodness. mean, Austin knows that. Excuse me, four-star quarterback. He's he's now moving on. So I look there. There's a there's going to be some moving and shaking today, and that's that's just become part of it. And and I think. Part of that moving and shaking is even more dangerous than the transfer moving and shaking with the NIL deal. Because now, you know, last-minute deals are being done on that NIL. Oh, I can get this over here? Well, okay. Sorry, guys, I'm going over here. I think that has a lot to do with with the last-minute flip on commitments on signing day. No, you're right. Uh, it, it does. I mean, you know, unfortunately, we're talking about college athletes, but we're talking about college athletes and how much money they can they can get. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and what kind of deals they mm-hmm. can get. And, and you're right. Short the term, transfer long-term. those guys in the transfer portal, they're probably looking for money too. But I, I think they jump in the transfer portal for different reasons other than money at that time, and then the money becomes a part of it. Right? Yeah, once in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Once in, then it's where, where's the best deal for yes, me? Yes, yes. I don't and, think it's going in for the money. I think it's going for, in because you're not got not getting what you want. For a lot of these guys, they jump in looking for a deal and looking for a new a new home, mm-hmm. but they don't get a new home. They don't get, <clears throat> for lack of a better term, claimed off of waivers. They don't. And so, what happens to them? Now they're they're trying. I mean, they're shopping themselves, trying to find a place to play. Right. And, you know, my point being, the grass is not always greener on the other side. No, it's and not. Those who advise these young men, they should think long and hard before advising them to jump in the portal. Well, there's Unless over a thousand know, guys in the transfer portal right now. Over a yeah. thousand. There's only thirteen hundred that that play college, or thirteen thousand that play college football, and a thousand of them. Or in the transfer portal, or more. So, I mean, what does that tell you? It it is rampant right now. And are Mac all thousands are all thousand of those guys going to find a home? No, no. Mac Rhodes told us yesterday that on average this year, nine and a half players per program are in the are entering the portal. That's ridiculous. It's absolutely That's ridiculous. insane. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, what else do we got going? And we'll talk about that. Boy, and that is if, if that is a devastating blow for Baylor, because uh, you know obviously that was that was that was a guy that you know they were they were circling the wagons in the future on. And and boy, you know, so you'd really like to know why. Don't know that we'll ever know the real reason why. Don't know that they'll ever tell you the real reason why, but you simply want to know why, and I'm not sure that we're ever going to. Uh, Today, uh, tomorrow actually, tomorrow afternoon, Thursday afternoon or evening, 
Uh, the Bears are going to be in action against uh, against the the Air Force Academy. And uh, earlier, Dave Aranda talked about Air Force's offense. We're all excited for the opportunity and Air Force, such a quality opponent. We were just talking, you know, second year in a the row, they're trying to get 10 wins and such a it's, a, it's a team that plays together, plays tough. They don't commit penalties. They execute when it matters most. And so way impressive. And you, and you talk to the, the folks there at Army and Navy and they just speak so highly of them. And we have friends out in the Mountain West still. And so they speak so highly of them. So way, way impressed. I'm guessing uh, they do a lot of things that you personally really appreciate. Yeah, they don't beat themselves, you know. I think they've had some drives, like nine-minute drives. <laughs> and so we could we could get into our – both teams could get their second series in the second quarter yeah. in this game, you know. And so I, I just think the, the um, for a team that, that plays so together and plays um, such an, in such unison and makes you break and makes you bend and makes you make mistakes, you know, you have to respect that. You see that right away. That is uh, Dave Aranda talking about the Air Force offense, and, and it is a offense ward that leads the country in, in in the ground attack. I think about 330 yards a game. I mean, this is a terrific offense that can eat clock. There's no doubt, and you better be ready because it's coming at you downhill. And if you don't have the right keys and the right fits, don't have good eyes, there's going to be something bad happen to you. So it's it's – it's that old adage of, look, do your job. Don't worry about the guy next to you. All you have to do is do your job, and if each guy does his job in the option, you have a chance. One guy gets off track and tries to do too much. That creates that that little bit of a hole in that read, and you're in trouble because it, it could go to the house any minute. Defensively, it is, it's another terrific team. Uh, it's, it's one of the premier defenses in the country, and – Here's here's Dave Aranda talking about the Air Force Academy defense. They play really sound. There's no bus, right? Um, it's it's very it's very very well coordinated. Everyone knows where their help is. You know, uh, they're gang tackling people. They're stopping the run, and so it's what a great challenge for us. Yep. That is Dave Aranda talking about the the triple option. Look, board. How many times do you think they heard in practice? Dive, keep, pitch dive keep because that's in essence uh that's that's what that's what the uh, the air force offense does and you know what do you do defensively against or offensively against a defense that is that talented well you you have to find ways to be creative and i'm sure that you're gonna see um some smoke and mirrors from the bears just some different wrinkles in the offense to try to get them to, to have bad eyes, to try to get them out of position so you can have a chance for that big play or to have a chance to, you know, stay ahead of the change because you're going to have to put yourself in situations where second down is manageable and third down is even more manageable for the Bears. It, this is going to be a game where you're probably going to have to be a little bit of patience, but you're also going to have to take your shots to try to loosen up that box a little bit. All right, uh, so that'll be coming up tomorrow evening, 6.30 for the kick. Our coverage begins with Game Day Live at 2.30 tomorrow. And again, uh, we're getting reports that it is a done deal that Austin Novosad uh, is headed to Oregon rather than Baylor. And isn't this a guy that's been committed for about a year? I mean, I think so. he's, 
he he's been a guy that the Bears have have, have targeted, and boy, this is um, this would be, you know, this would be devastating news for Baylor. Uh, Dave Aranda will meet with the media today at ten o'clock. Uh, in you know, in I'm sure, obviously, it's a press conference for the uh, for the Lockheed Martin. Um, bowl game here the uh, the armed forces bowl but you know there's going to be questions about signing day and so uh we'll see and that's coming up around 10 o'clock and we'll have coverage of that beginning around three this afternoon when we're back on the air with the, the matt mosley program so well we'll uh, we'll talk about that coming up this afternoon we'll also talk about it with josh neighbors and that is coming up next this is this is game day, uh, game time. <laughs> There's too many games. This is game time. Your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Receiver Noah Brown was having the best game of his career Sunday until a pass in overtime clanged off his hands and turned into an interception return for a touchdown by the Jaguars. But Brown's not hanging his head, and he tells you about bouncing back right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. It hasn't been a jolly holiday week for Cowboys receiver Noah Brown, who scored two touchdowns this past Sunday in Jacksonville, but the pass in overtime that was returned by the Jaguars for the game-winning score bounced off of Brown's hands. He says he can't let that bad play affect his confidence. Anytime you can get multiple cracks at the plates, you know, to, to help the team win, I like my odds. So, you know, the more opportunities I get, the more I'll capitalize, I believe in. 10 times out of 10, I get that play back. I believe in myself. So, you know, confidence isn't broken, ready to go back to work. Today's the only full day of practice on a short week as the first place Eagles will be here Saturday for a Christmas Eve division clash. That's today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad & Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. 
You're invited to drop by and check out the new Waco location for Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, Highway 6 next to Busby Feed. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor, and now they are bigger and better. The new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers, and you'll find all the welding supplies your job requires. Pioneer Steel and Pipe also has a great selection of rebar and accessories. Plus, they now stock Sackcrete, and they are the one-stop shop for custom metal building supplies and metal roof panels for your home or business. It's a new store, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices customers expect. Locally owned and operated since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, Highway 6, next to Busby Feed, and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Asco Equipment. Baylor basketball beat Northwestern 58-48 last night. Baylor women hosting Long Beach State today. UMHB basketball over Linfield 78-61 last night. The crew will face Whitworth tonight at 8. Eastern Michigan beat San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl 41-21. Toledo beat Liberty in the Boca Retan Bowl 21-19. One bowl game today, Ariel Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Western Kentucky versus South Alabama kickoff at 9 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks at Minnesota tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Edmonton at the Stars tonight. Puck drops at 8.30. Baylor versus Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl tomorrow. Kickoff at 7.30 in Fort Worth. Our live coverage starts at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back. This is Game Day Live, your first word in sports. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Ward and Ryan in our Alan Samuel Studios. And I'm here at the team hotel as the Bears continue preparation for the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. And we're going to talk some Big 12 football on this signing day as we welcome into the program from the podcast Locked on Big 12. We say good morning to Josh Neighbors. And, Josh, let's begin with signing day. Any big news coming out of signing day this morning? Yes, my New York Mets got the big flip of the day. Carlos Correa is going to be a New York Met as opposed to a Giant. There, that's that's the big biggest flip we've had, and maybe the most expensive one that I think you're going to see all day. And did they overpay? Uh, probably, right? I mean, he's going to be thirty nine, forty. He's going to be making a you know three hundred fifty million dollars, and so you you put that out. I mean, it's probably an overpay. And it sounds like the Giants they didn't like something on the medical. So uh, yeah, we'll see what. We'll see what happens on that front. But um, I guess the biggest thing that I think we're all tracking right now when it comes to actual signing day is, is Austin Novoset, right? I mean, it sounds like it might be a done deal. He's going to Oregon. And that was something that even talking to people yesterday, you know, in the afternoon, it felt like people were still uh, cautiously optimistic. You guys correct me if I'm wrong in your neck of the woods about the chances to get Novoset. But, Novoset, but as the day kind of wore on, as the evening hit, it felt like it was trending in that direction. And it sounds like Novosad's going to go to uh, to Oregon. And that's really difficult because he was kind of the crown jewel of a top 25 class for Baylor. For the Longhorns, Arch Manning signed this morning. Is that 
going to make that quarterback room too crowded? Do you expect to see more movement there, or is he coming in probably as a red shirt his freshman year? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, they'll be clamoring for people to have him play, right, because he has got, you know, he's got the pedigree, he's got the Manning name, and also, you know, he's, he is a big reason that the recruiting class is as good as it is. Um, but I, I think, you know, one, one thing that we've learned in the Big 12 this year is that there is no substitute for experience. Look at the guys that played in the Big 12 championship game. Max Duggan had to go through years and years of, you know, stress and duress, I guess you could say, to get to where he is. And even didn't even open the year as a starter. But all that experience, I mean, there's nobody that you'd rather be in the foxhole with than that guy. And then Will Howard, I mean, how about a guy who took his fair share of lumps and had to develop it now into the player that he is? You know, it's another guy that had to wait his turn to get where he is. And you think about Quinn Ewers, a guy who's got so much talent, but last year was making some of those first starts that he had made since his high school days. So, you know, experience matters. And Arch Manning, I mean, to be quite honest, the high school competition was not good enough to, to really think, okay, it's time to go play in the Big 12 Conference now, no matter how talented of a player that he is. So, yeah, it's crowded, but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised on the depth chart if Malik Murphy is your second quarterback. And I, I think, you know, Quinn Ewers should, should have the right to the job or, you know, be the opening guy. But if Murphy puts a charge on him like they have there more, Maybe he gets the nod, but I, I think I think Malik Murphy is more likely to start next year. If you were to ask me, based on what we see from quarterbacks, what matters, experience, I would give Murphy a nod probably over Arch Manning unless Arch Manning just dominates in camp. You know, it, the, there used to be the old discussion, argument, if you will, whatever you want to call it, you know, who does a player sign with? Are they signing with the school? Are they signing uh, to get the education? Are they signing with the coach? And now with with NIL, that has to move right to the top of the chart as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it does for a lot of kids. But I think obviously, you know, it can depend on on situation. Um, if you're Arch Manning, you know, I, you could maximize your earning potential. But like, how much money does a kid from that kind of family need? And look, a lot of these guys, you know, there's a reason why quarterbacks have these big contracts. Like, you can you can set yourself for life early on, and so it's good these kids do it. But you know, a lot of kids. It depends on their situation, right? It can be a combination of factors. It can be, hey, I think I'll play at this place. They're also going to pay well at this place. And so it is always going to be kid-dependent. Um, I think from our perspective, the one thing that we'd like to see is regulation in the NIL space. So we're not dealing with stuff that we had yesterday. We're like, it sounds like Carolina's pretty lucky that Drake may, number one, they're taking care of Drake may, and number two, that you know he wants to be loyal to North Carolina because it sounds like other schools were calling and offering $5 million, according to Pat Narduzzi. And that sounds like a number that, that's pretty accurate with everybody thinks that Drake May is worth on the open market. So the, the big stress, I think, when it comes to NIL is how do we get into a place where, you know, it's not all backroom dealings. It's not, you know, who's sliding the biggest check at the end. I know it's some of the stuff that's actually been in recruiting for a long time. But I, I think when it comes to NIL stuff and whatnot, I think it's more for active players we have to get a handle on how they are treated and what happens when somebody comes calling when you were already committed or you've been playing at a certain school. How does that get handled to stop tampering with 18-, 19-year-old kids who've already played a year someplace? I know it's only almost 8 o'clock in the morning on signing day, but right now who has the lead in the Big 12 in your opinion? 
Well, Texas class looks looks fantastic, uh, you know, from what we're seeing. I'll tell you what, one team I'm very impressed with, and this, this you know, it's going to sound like I'm demeaning them. I don't mean to. Uh, I think Texas has as many top has as many top 100 kids as TCU has top 300 kids, and TCU is a top 17 class, I think, right now, according to 24-7 sports. But, look, I think Sonny Dykes has done a great job capitalizing off of, you know, what has been a really good season. I think the aesthetic around TCU is really cool. You know, it's funny because we keep thinking about Brett Yormark's comments about hipper, younger, cooler with the Big 12. I think actually like TCU is a really good embodiment of what that hipper, younger, cooler thing looks like just in practice, right? With like those post-game videos and then the hypno toe and just kind of like the vibe around Fort Worth and TCU. It just seems like a cool place to play right now. And Sonny Dykes is a cool dude. And I, I think that the aesthetic from TCU, obviously the work they've put in at TCU, it's coming to fruition. These, th- these are some impressive classes, and this is another really good recruiting class. So we're talking about teams that are currently you know, in the Big 12, going to be in the Big 12. Uh, I think you've got to love the class that TCU has put together this year. Josh, uh, 80% of the schools in the Big 12 in a bowl game, eight teams in other words and it, and it begins tomorrow with Baylor just just talk about the the depth of this conference in in, in having eight teams in in conference in in bowl games well you know it, it's I think the best thing to kind of look at all of this let's look at Oklahoma State and Baylor as really good examples right uh, when we talk about how com- how competitive this league is you look at the last three seasons six different teams have played in the Big 12 title. That's 60% of this league in the last, since 2020 has been in the Big 12 championship game. And with how competitive the league has gotten, you think about, okay, what, you know, Baylor's ability to try and repeat success, Oklahoma State's ability to try and repeat success. Go back to Iowa State's inability to repeat their success from 2020 when they went to 2021. Because the depth of the league, it makes it really difficult to do that because this is a league where, you know, some, some leagues have, have surging the coming and going other teams, but because, like, TCU can rip off a 12-win season and then Kansas State's ripping off a 10-win season. Um, and, you know, you obviously had Oklahoma State and Baylor. Like, it makes it hard. And your team has not dotted your I's and crossed your T's, and there's a lot of question marks. Well, the teams that, that, that's got the older groups and, and you know, these, all these other really good teams at the conference, like, they'll catch you. You know, I mean, Oklahoma State gets caught there at the end of the year against West Virginia, right? And Kansas is a school that beat Oklahoma State. I know Baylor beat them this year, but, you know, that game ends up being close. And so you have all these really good teams, and uh, because there's really not a bad bottom of this league, it makes it so difficult to repeat and maintain success, especially if you're cycling through players and you're losing some older guys. And so I think the strength of that league top to bottom showed up this year. And I think actually Oklahoma State and Baylor not doing as well as projected is kind of evidence of the quality of the league from an overall standpoint. Take the TCU-Michigan game out of it, Josh, and and that game doesn't, doesn't go into this equation. What is the best matchup? in the bowl season for Big 12 teams coming up. What, what's the game that you have to – you can watch one game. What game is that going to be? If you're getting, Well, I mean, now we know Will Anderson and Bryce Young are playing. 
I don't think we can question too much of the of the you know dedication and motivation from those guys. And look, I'm not sure how much they will play, but I want to see that Sugar Bowl because I know I think we all know how bad Kansas State and how bad Kansas State fans want that game. They have circled it. They have uh, you know they have circled it four or five times now that they've gotten. And I think they're also pretty motivated now that we're hearing Bryce Young and Will Anderson are both going to play in that game. And so when you think about the quality of the matchup, when you think about what it means for the team, a chance for an 11-win season, uh, you know, a chance to kind of build some momentum going into the offseason with a really good recruiting class coming in, and a chance maybe to be one of those teams that actually can remain at the top of the league, this is a very meaningful game for Kansas State. You can't do better than playing a brand name like in Alabama either. So, you know, there was a lot of kind of weird bowl games here in the in the Big 12. Obviously, the Alamo Bowl is exciting, but uh, the opt-outs kind of make it less exciting. So, uh, look, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to go against the New Year's Six, the Sugar Bowl, and especially if we're getting a fuller complement of players than we thought we were getting from Alabama. We didn't even get to basketball. We're, we're, we're out of time. We will, though, I promise. Uh, signing day, bowl season, it's, it's a busy time. What do you got coming up on the podcast? Yeah, we're going through some of the team seasons. We're talking about, uh, you know, t- we're talking about signing day and some of the tampering stuff today coming up in the show. We're also going to talk about uh, BYU season, Cincinnati season to round out the weeks. Because guys, the next time those two schools play games, they're going to be members of the Big Twelve Conference. Pretty exciting on the football side. Uh, you know, so they're they're ready to go. So we'll recap their seasons. Look forward for them the rest of the week here. Josh, as always, it is a pleasure. Have a great day. Yep, you guys too. All right, that's uh, Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. It is 748. We are in Fort Worth, and we are brought to you in part by our good friends at Morrison's Gifts, Barnett Contracting, Automatic Chef Canteen, and, of course, the uh, Office of Baylor Alumni, and many, many more. We'll uh, we'll keep passing those along to you as we go through the day and through the next couple of days. Uh, we will uh, we'll hear from... Mac Rhodes, the uh, director of athletics at Baylor University, he was a guest yesterday on the Matt Mosley Show, and some interesting things from uh, from Mac, and we'll get to that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on one hundred four point nine FM. The Baylor women back in action Wednesday afternoon in the Farrell Center, hosting Long Beach State. Two thirty for the countdown to tip off. Three p.m. tip off Wednesday on one hundred four point nine FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday, one meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday, buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday, a pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value, available every day from Waco's number one barbecue, Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Hi everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is New Bike Month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco. You might think all your Christmas lights are up, but DMR Fine Jewelers has a suggestion. Add two more lights, which will really make neighbors jealous. Shop DMR Fine Jewelers for our special Christmas lights. Diamond stud earrings for the woman you love. On Christmas morning, when you hand her that little blue box that says DMR Fine Jewelers, you'll watch her face and think, this is going to be good, and you're right. They're super bright. She just plugs them in, and wow, she lights up the place wherever she goes. Come see us at DMR Fine Jewelers for the final two lights that'll make this year's display the best ever. Her diamonds are at DMR. Mori Fine Jewelers, West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Asco Equipment. Baylor basketball beat Northwestern 58 to 48 last night. Baylor women hosting Long Beach State today. UMHB basketball over Linfield 78 to 61 last night. The crew will face Whitworth tonight at 8. Eastern Michigan beat San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl 41-21. Toledo beat Liberty in the Boca Retam Bowl 21 to 19. One bowl game today, Ariel Carriers New Orleans Bowl, Western Kentucky versus South Alabama kickoff at 9 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks at Minnesota tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Edmonton at the Stars tonight. Puck drops at 8.30. Baylor versus Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl tomorrow. Kickoff at 7.30 in Fort Worth. Our live coverage starts at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service. Good feet and advanced foundation repair. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. John's got the uh, Baylor Sports Beat program coming up in a few minutes. We'll also get to 
We'll get to RJ Achua and blog of the boys, talk some Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, but uh, l- right now, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, about what's going on. Uh, this is signing day, and and yesterday afternoon during the uh, Matt Mosley show, Mac Mac stopped by to uh, Mac Road stopped by to visit with uh, with uh, Matt Mosley and. and 15 minutes of just great conversation uh very interesting you can go check out the entire conversation on our um, on our website syntexsportsfan.com that's syntexsportsfan.com but just a couple of things that i i just thought that we may want to touch base on it and the first up was was mac talking about this team and and being in postseason there's a lot going on, and um, when you think about bowl games and particularly, you know, pre-Christmas coinciding with the uh, with the early signing period, and oh, by the way, you know, the the transfer portal and just how hectic that that is. That was the wrong um, cut. We've really put a lot on our on our coaches now here at Baylor. You know, we've had less than a handful going to the transfer portal, and so that's been a positive. But you have programs out there right now that have 20 players that that have gone into the transfer portal 24 players and so you're trying to and one of them for sure i know is going to a bowl game and so you're you're trying to manage that um i was i was on a a call earlier today an ncaa call and you know right now this year about nine and a half is the average you know per program of uh football student athletes going into the portal and so it's a it's a real deal in terms of just having to manage all of that. And so it's, you know, your players going into the portal, but then it's, you know, trying to manage your roster and, you know, you've got the, the limited official visits. And so, um, again, our, our coaches are being asked to do a lot right now at this point in time. It's Mac Rhodes visiting with us yesterday at the Worthington, the team hotel for the Baylor Bears. And, Tom, interesting that he says there's, you know, about an average of nine and a half players. At what point, I guess, you know, we've got so many subsidiary coaches now that do so many things. Are we going to have to start looking for a transfer coach? It's a great point. Never thought about that. But, you know, we talk about having to re-recruit your players constantly. So that would make sense, wouldn't it? I mean, that you have somebody who whose sole job internally is to manage the portal. Yeah. Who's coming in? Who's going out? What could potentially be available? You know, it's it's almost like a player personnel director, right? Uh, yeah. I at, mean, at the NFL level. Maybe agency. they're already doing that, Ward. Maybe, Maybe they are. I don't know. Early. I mean, that's, yeah. that's something I would like to find out. Is there somebody that's assigned and his sole purpose is, or her, so sole purpose is, hey, you're in charge of the transfer portal. Who's going in? Who's coming out? What do we do? What do we need? What can we find? What's out there? And that's all you do. It Because it, make no mistake about it, it's college free agency. It absolutely is, uh, it, and it's college free agency after they get here, and it's an all-out war to get them to get to, to get on campus in the first place. I mean, you got kids that you know. Again, Austin Novosad, a kid that has been committed to Baylor for a long time. You had programs like Ohio State and others that were making late runs at him. Baylor was able to fend them off, but in the end, they couldn't fend off Oregon. 
I mean, you have all this activity, you know, at, at, at the, the 24th hour, if you will. It's, it's, it's kind of nuts what's going on right now uh, in, in this arena. And it's, the, the arena is being redefined every day. I, the rules change every day, if you will. It, it is, it is crazy. Uh, Mac did talk about the staff changes that were made uh, a few weeks ago uh, at the end of the season. Yeah, so I think first and foremost, and, and and you didn't mention it, you know, we we made two staff changes, and and both of them really good people. Yeah. Okay. And and I also think good football coaches, and and sometimes they're just there 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 comes a time when you you just feel like you you need to to make a change you know dave and i uh had a lot of conversation about it and uh you know i think it comes down to you know is it being done the way you want it want it to 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 be done right and and if if you can't say resoundingly yes you know it's it's being done exactly the way i want it um the way i envision it you know all of those different things then you got to ask yourself all right is it is it time to move on and you know, those are really, really hard decisions uh, to, to make, obviously, because you're, you're dealing with people first. And, uh, and you know, Dave is somebody that, that cares a lot about his staff and, and people and, and families, et cetera. But, um, you know, the, the, the right decision was made for, for our program. And, you know, that's what it comes down to, to Matt, what is best for the program. And, uh you know, we, we say this all the time. There's no one person bigger than this program. And so when we make decisions, we got to think about what's best for our, our program, what's best for our student athletes, what's best for, for the rest of our staff, et cetera. And so Dave, Dave made the decision that, that, was, that was necessary. Mac Rhodes talking about the changes in the coaching staff for the Baylor Bears with Matt Mosley yesterday afternoon from the team hotel. And, Tom, you know, at some point, he's right. You have to look at your staff and then look at, you know, what direction are we going? Is it consistent enough to where what I want done? Because at the end of the day, if you're Dave Aranda, it all comes laying at your feet. Not not the coordinators, not, not the running back coach, not the offensive line coach. It lays at your feet. So if, if, if things are going to go wrong – you want them to go wrong your way, right? Yeah, no question. Your, your name is on the door, and and that's right. And, and, and a lot of times when you do this, it's not about X's and O's. It's it's about personalities. It's about, you know, hey, I like you, but we don't click. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. And let's also remember that Dave Miranda is a first-time head coach, so he's, he's in some cases, I would think, learning – what he wants, you know, I think he probably had a vision of this is the type of coach I want on my staff. And then as he, as becoming a head coach became a reality, that maybe finding out that's not exactly what I wanted. I want something a little different. And so he has to go that direction. And that's and maybe what, what's going on here. I, I don't know. We're not internal with what's going on. But obviously he felt strong enough about it that he would ask his mentor to to leave, and, and that's that's exactly what happened. All right, a little after eight o'clock, and uh, this is this is our uh, our show live from Fort Worth. This is Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, and and uh, we're we're glad you're with us. And and game time here uh, on the on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports. John Morris has got the Baylor Sports Beat program, and then we're coming right back to talk some Cowboy football. 
This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball wins on the floor in the Farrell Center. We'll give you details. Now the Baylor women in action this afternoon. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. It's Baylor and Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Force Bowl, December 22nd in Fort Worth, and here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear Football, ESPN Central Texas. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks this holiday season, then shop Alan Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Save big during the Big Finish sales event this month on the new 2022 Chrysler 300 Touring L with total values up to $4,000 plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Hurry in and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Alan Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Scott Drew and the 12th ranked Baylor men knocked off Northwestern State last night in the Farrell Center, 58-48 the final score. Jalen Bridges led the way with 13 points in the game. Keontae George and Dale Bonner added 11 apiece. The Bears won the game despite the absence of Adam Flagler, who was out due to illness. Baylor now 9-2 on the season. Next up, they'll host Nichols coming up on the 28th. Meanwhile, the Baylor women play their final game before the Christmas break this afternoon in the Farrell Center. Three o'clock tip time for the Bears against Long Beach State. Baylor coming off that 21-point loss at the hands of Arizona on Sunday. Coach Nikki Collin asked how she'd like to see her team respond today. Mental toughness, you know, uh, that we start the game the right way, um, that that. We understand that Long Beach is a team that we're going to have to beat. Um, you know, they're going to come in here to compete. And um, they played that Arizona team really close to the fourth quarter. I know the, the score was 20 points, but if you watch the game, Arizona didn't get away from them until the fourth quarter. So it was closer than the score, at least for 30 minutes. So, you know, I want to see them respect the game, respect each other, um, work together. I, I don't. I don't know that there's a there's a number there's a um, you know but the, the number I want to see is less than 12 turnovers that's for sure I want to see us take care of the basketball um, that's just a big I'm not saying it's not a big thing for some coaches but a lot of coaches win and turn the ball over a lot you know that's lost possessions to me you know we have to get shots on goal. Nikki Collin and the 24th ranked Baylor women in action today against Long Beach State and the Farrell Center on the air at 2.30, tip off at 3 here on ESPN Central Texas, television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. 
NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game day. I apologize. This is game time. <laughs> Your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. It's been one of those mornings trying to keep up with all this stuff. Uh, we are. We got Ward and Ryan back at the studios, our Alex Samuel Studios. I'm in Fort Worth uh, at the team hotel as the Bears get ready for the Armed Forces Bowl. And we're brought to you in part by the Office of Baylor Alumni, Dancing Bear Pub, La Fiesta, and my Fuels. And we're glad you're with us this morning. All right, uh, let's talk some Cowboy football. We welcome into the program from Blog of the Boys. And ESPN San Antonio, RJ Show. RJ, good morning. And with the loss to Jacksonville, is the shine off of this Cowboy Eagles matchup? Good morning, guys. Great to be with you. Hope you're staying warm. Um, you know, um, I, I think that was the first domino to fall um, that kind of made this game a little bit less juicy. Um, I understand it's Cowboys Eagles. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'll, I'll kind of talk myself into having fun with the rivalry and whatnot. But, uh, the reality is, is, is both of these teams are, are as effectively entrenched as they can be into their respective seating. And, you know, when you factor in the Jalen Hurts news on top of that, it just kind of even forces the issue a little bit. Um, I know everybody's going to, you know, play to win and, and try very hard. And, and, you know, there's another element to all of that and that these teams might see one another in a month in the division around of the playoffs. And so um, I, I think there's a lot of gamesmanship involved, but, but I also think that everybody understands that, this isn't even a battle before the war. This is uh, this is meeting at the the midfield battle line. You know, when the old generals would kind of show up and shake hands and exchange flags. RJ, are this Cowboy team are they really contenders? I, I understand that um, that the loss to Jacksonville was troubling, um, and that it shows some some signs of um, weakness. And you know, some people are, are thinking incompetence, um, but but they're still you know one of the best teams in the NFL. I mean. Their two losses since Dak Prescott returned both came in overtime after squandering huge leads, 14 points in the fourth quarter against Green Bay and 17 points against the Jaguars, obviously. Both those games, by the way, saw a player on the other team have a career day with three touchdowns in Christian Watson and Zay Jones. And so um, I, I think anybody can, can run into the perfect storm of failure, which is what happened to the Cowboys certainly over the second half against the Jaguars. But, I mean – it is such a Jekyll and Hyde game to look back on in retrospect. And I think some people have focused on one half of that. You know, there's a lot of Cowboys fans leaning on just the pros. Hey, this team was dominating the Jaguars, quit overlooking them. 
Uh, and then there's some people saying, well, they blew this. I mean, they're a bunch of losers now. And so um, I think that they are one of the more sound, one of the more complete overall teams in the NFL still. Um, but, you know, they're flawed, just in the same way that, that every single team over the you know entire history of the NFL has been flawed. Are you concerned about the number of picks thrown by Prescott since returning uh, from injury? In a vacuum, certainly, um, right? Like, it, it sounds bad and it looks bad, but um, it, it's kind of one of those, um, you know how sometimes people show you, like, a graphic of, like, a little tiny rock in the ocean, and then you look underneath, and there's, like, the big old iceberg that's, like, 100 feet long or whatever. Um, it's kind of like that. And, it, it, again, it, it's such a Jekyll and Hyde thing in that, like, you, you really could if you, you know, if our job, if we were lawyers trying to defend Dak Prescott's interceptions, we really, truly could. Um, for the most part, and that's not to say he hasn't had any that, that aren't just bad throws, bad decisions. Um, but but he has had a, an unusually coincidental number of bounces, you know, go the other team's way. Um, and so ultimately, for me, that falls under the umbrella of: Are you comfortable with that continuing to be aggressive? Are, are you comfortable with with the team keeping their foot on the gas, so to speak? And that I am. I, I mean, I, I think that that's the disposition that wins you games. Um, and it, it just so happens that it has costed them in, in some high-profile moments. But for the most part, I mean, you know, they have what, like an 80%, 20% split when it comes to success and failure in that department and see return. So, I mean, if you told me I had an 80% chance of, of, of success, I mean, those are pretty good odds in the overall scheme. Does Kellen Moore have a problem calling plays when the pressure's high? I, I don't think so. I mean, I think that um, I think that we have – you know, some people have um, have really taken Kellen to the woodshed over, over what happened on Sunday. I mean, I, I think the offense, for the most part, did their part. But, you know, you look at, obviously, what happened in that, that you know, critical possession at the end of regulation for Dallas. Um, and, and, again, I like the call. I, I like going for it on third and ten. Go down swinging. I mean, you know, you, you can certainly argue that um, a low percentage throw to Noah Brown, all due respect, is, is not your best option in that moment. Um, but but I think that ultimately Kellen has has proven to be an effective offensive coordinator. I think the the, the coordinator who you know I'm not saying we should uh, you know totally just you know take cookies and milk away from this week. But but Dan Quinn is the one I think that should be facing a little bit more retribution this week. I mean again over over the this stretch here the two Cowboys losses have come as a result of his side of the ball falling weak and his side of the ball blowing something while the other side of the ball was carrying their weight and then some. I want to make sure I understand this right. You're you're okay with the throw down the field to Noah Brown on third and ten? Again, I'm not okay with that particular decision. I, I'm I'm okay with the decision to go for it. I'm okay with the decision mm-hmm. to um, to sacrifice the timeout for Dallas to sacrifice the timeout. You know, in right. in, in hopes obviously of, of achieving a first down. I'm fine with that, but there's a lot of, and I'm not saying you're doing this, there's a lot of hindsight. No, no, you got to burn the timeout because you know, the timeout came back to burn the Cowboys. So I, I love the aggressive mindset to go for it. But again, you know, if, if my mortgage was on the line, I'm not throwing a, 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 a just a go ball to Noah Brown of all people. You, you've got to figure out something better than that that is higher percentage. When you look at this team, can they win an NFC championship the way that they're constructed right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I think any team can. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's hard, right? It, it's a really difficult thing to do, and you know, there are 
annually teams who surprised us and proved that you know they could do something that that we did not think that they possibly could. And I think when you look at the path that Dallas has, and, and you know you can talk about this at week one or training camp, whatever. But but now we're close enough that the path is it's very clear for for the most part. I mean, they'll be able to manufacture their own buy, so to speak, in week 18. That will probably be literally meaningless. But these first two weeks before then, they can, you know, kind of rest guys, Leighton Vanderush or whoever, because of the convenience that they bought themselves with their great play to this point. And I, I recognize that Tom Brady is the greatest player of all time. I recognize that no playoff game is a guarantee. But if you told me, you know, I could pick any division winner in the NFC to, to face in the wild card round, that would be the one. That would be the, the highest percentage chance, right? Like nothing's a guarantee, but I would take that you know, way more over any of the other three options. And, you know, they're probably going to have to go to Philadelphia in the, in the division round if they make it there. And they're probably going to have to beat the Eagles on the road, in that crowd, in that environment. Um, and, but, but I think that they've shown that they're clearly capable of doing that. And, I mean, it, it's – it's a game played with an oblong shaped ball, right? I mean, sometimes it bounces off the post. Sometimes it bounces your way, but uh, for the most part, the Cowboys have done a great job of putting themselves in positions to where those types of things don't burn them. But um, they obviously did on Sunday and, you know, they've played 14 games this year and and they've won 10 of them. So I I certainly think that they have as good of a chance as anybody at this point. Busy with RJ and Joy to blog of the boys on ESPN central Texas. RJ kind of keeping with that theme. Now, with that loss to Jacksonville, and you're right, ten wins. They got a, you know one of the top four or five teams, uh, maybe in the NFL. However, they're sitting there with Philadelphia across the table, which may be the best team in the NFL. Either way, this team to get to where they want to go, which is the Super Bowl, that's the ultimate prize for everybody. To get there, they're going to have to do it going on the road. Are you comfortable with this team going on the road three consecutive football games? Yeah, and you know to that point. Saturday is probably their last game at home all year until next season. I mean, it, it, I think when you put it in context, they have two road games left, and, and then you're right. It's, it's basically, you know, barring uh, a lower-seeded wild card shocking everybody, you know, they're not playing a home game at AT&T Stadium. And so, um, you know, people talk about, well, you know, I like this team better on the road. AT&T Stadium isn't the, the most formidable home field advantage. I, I do think, you know, we have generally seen the Cowboys show up more uh, more consistently, at least, um, when 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 things are on the line, right? When when they're the underdog, when when they're the ones counted out, and so um, similarly, we've also kind of seen them fold a little bit more frequently as the favorites, right? Like when when it's supposed to go their way, when they get a little bit too comfortable, um, you know, they get a little bit too chill, and and things kind of slip out of their fingers. And so uh, that's not to say I prefer going on the road. I, I think that's silly. I would always rather be at home and and have you know whatever quirky little advantages come with that, but. Uh, but I absolutely trust that they can. I mean, it's it's probably Philadelphia and San Francisco you got to go to. Um, so, I mean, if, if they're going to do it, it's, you know, at the very least, it's going to be one hell of a story, right? You get to go to Philadelphia and finally get to the divisional round or through the divisional round there of all places. And then you go back to where the, the dynasty all began, a candlestick, uh, obviously not literally, and, and restart the machine. I mean, it's um, it's it's set up for a Hollywood ending. Now it's just time to, to get the cast and crew and start filming. RJ, we uh, we what do you got coming up on Blog of the Boys for us? It's it's a weird week. Um, it's one of the more weird Cowboys Eagles games that I can remember. You know what with um, the the stakes existing, but but not really being all too high. Um, so we're just kind of approaching this game that way and, and understanding. Um, you know, looking at, at scenarios when the Cowboys can clinch the five seed. 
Um, yeah, I think every Cowboys fan has, at the very least, effectively surrendered the idea of winning the division. Um, this Jalen Hurts injury is awful and horrible. You, you never want to see that. And, and it does, you know, change some of the calculus, at least as far as how we're thinking. And so I think we're all just trying to figure things out and, and look at every possible scenario and see which ones stack up in the Cowboys' favor. But, um, it, it, you know, getting set for this Christmas Eve game, and, and you know, I appreciate y'all's friendship and hope you all have a wonderful Christmas time with your families and loved ones. RJ, as always, it is a pleasure, man. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon. Christmas, That's RJ, RJ. Achua. Yeah, RJ Ochoa blogging the boys and uh, uh, good stuff. I mean, in, <laughs> I like I like his analogies, Ward. I mean, he's he's going to come up with something that you never ever thought of to <laughs> to describe a situation, and and they're always fun because you never know what's coming. Oh, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. All right, uh, this is this is game time. We are uh, we're here in uh, Fort Worth as we get you ready for the Bears and Air Force in the uh, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, and we'll have more coming up a little later on. We've uh, got a press conference that's coming up later today, and we'll be there to cover that for you. And uh, Matt Mosley will have uh, his show starting a little early today. He'll he'll begin at three o'clock today uh, from. Uh, here in Fort Worth. So, all right, it is 8-19. We're 19 minutes after 8 o'clock. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, if everything goes according to our good friend Hoyle, we're going to visit with uh, WFAA-TV Channel 8's Joe Trahan. We'll talk some more Cowboys and and uh, some Rangers and whatever else we can get into with Joe. We'll do that coming up uh, a little later on in the program. This is, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. So let me uh, ask this uh, right off the top. We were talking about it earlier. When I think of you, I, th- I think Billy Clyde Gillespie. But everything listed now is just Billy Gillespie. Uh, is Has the Clyde gone away for the most part? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. He knows what people write or say. <laughs> that's never been a concern, but, but either one of those are okay for me. I got you. Uh, a lot worse. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu alumni. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. There's always some new beers for you to try at Dancing Bear Pub. Since 2007, Dancing Bear Pub has featured a wide range of craft beers. Poured in a relaxed watering hole setting that features a vintage wood bar and a large patio. 16 rotating drafts featuring craft beers, ciders, and seltzers. Plus over 50 canned options. Thursday night, it's glass giveaway night. Buy the beer from the select brewery and keep the glass. Waco's home for craft beer, Dancing Bear Pub. 1117 Spade Avenue, Waco. Hashtag sip beers. Merry Christmas from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. 
the season of savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season, and remember at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. Black Friday deals are here at Republic Gun Club. If you're hunting for the perfect gift for your outdoor enthusiast this Christmas, we have firearms, accessories, and memberships all on sale. Stop by and spread some joy this holiday season. Remember, Republic Gun Club is your home in the range. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble. You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate. Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born it. Anyway, why are we here? To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. Do I have to be happy in the cold? No, you don't Fix have it to. Fix Just call us. She'll make me show up. I'll wear my polar bear suit. 254-235-4922. Everyone knows that Black Friday is a holiday tradition. At Morrison's Gifts, we want to give the holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy Black Friday pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket, and remember free gift wrapping and delivery is available. That's Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Valley Mills in Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Bell all right welcome back this is game time your first word in sports on espn central texas tom ward ryan we're glad you're with us it's 24 coming up in a few minutes we're going to talk with joe trahan but right now let's bring in stephanie from sales <laughs> good morning tom good morning why tom. are you laughing I'm just so happy to be alive today. Well, good. We're we're glad you're. Are you feeling better? I feel better than I did. I thought I was on my deathbed Monday and Tuesday, but I'm hanging in there. All I can say is, everybody, take your vitamin C. You do not want this cold that's going around. Seriously. All right. So you have a you have the common cold. Yes, I do. Okay. And, and are you breathing on Ward because you're three no, feet I'm, from him? I'm on the other side of the. Okay. You stay there too. Yeah. <laughs> so you're breathing on Ryan. That's that's real good. Okay. I'm facing Ryan, right. but it's all good. All right. It's all good. What are we what are we gonna learn about today? Well, you know we Nothing. <laughs> yes. This is this is a sport. Uh we just finished, you know, the World Cup. Oh. So I, <laughs> I was reading on that. Keyword finished. Yes, but in Indonesia, they have fireball soccer. What? Fireball soccer. That so, was on Friends. Wait, <laughs> listen. So they it's not an actual soccer ball. They take a coconut ball. A ball's made out of coconut from the tree. They soak it in kerosene for like a week to 30 minutes, depending on what region of Indonesia is. I don't know what that has to do with anything. But they soak it, and then the players um, are soaked in salt and non-flammable spices and then they are prayer. They they pray over them so that hopefully they don't burn their feet. And then they play soccer barefoot 
with this coconut ball being on fire. Chandler and... and, I did not see that episode. But did they do it barefoot? Yeah, Chandler and Joey, they didn't play fireball like that. They lit lit a tennis ball and played with (laughs) oven mitts. (laughs) Okay, well... (laughs) It was called fireball. Yeah, yeah, well... uh, I don't know, but I wouldn't be doing that I'm not barefoot kicking, kicking one, it. One, I'm not kicking a coconut because have you ever held a coconut? No, I think they're kind of heavy, aren't they? Well, they're hard. Well, and they have coconut milk in them, so that probably makes it heavier, right? I don't know <laughs> that they're that heavy, but they're... They're hard. Yes. Okay, so can you imagine it kicking it? Why it's on fire? I know. Barefooted. Ryan just looked it up. Can you see that? Oh, they're... uh. Yeah, they're barefoot, and they're, <laughs> it's literally a giant fireball. <laughs> so I wonder, like, you know, in soccer, you can hit the ball with your head. I wonder if they can do, do that with it. I'll tell you <laughs> what. I'll go buy a coconut and let you I, hit it with your head. No. I'm already got a hard head. I don't need to have another bump on it. But can you imagine? No. Hey, let's play fireball and kick this ball that's on fire barefooted. It's not a ball. It's a coconut. Well, okay, a coconut. But still. That's, I don't know. I don't know. But they do it in Indonesia. I bet Tom could do it. Tom probably could do it. Tom Tom got out of this conversation a (laughs) long time ago. Come on, Tom. Coconut fire and kicking got me. I'm done. (laughs) Ask somebody at the word if you can borrow a coconut. I bet yeah. they have yeah. one back I'm, in the I'm, kitchen. I'm not far from the, what is that called? The Hacienda, the Hacienda <laughs> Breakfast Lounge. I, I think I'll go up there and see if I can't get a coconut. And I, oh, by they, the way, do you got any kerosene that I can light this thing on fire? But they do. Just do it in the parking lot. Hey, oh, Ma- they do it all the time here at the Worthington. So. Hey, if Matt Mosley's coming up, you two go out in the parking lot and do it together this afternoon. <laughs> it would have to be this afternoon because that dude ain't awake right now. I know. He's know still that. sleeping. Well, so he gets up at the crack of noon. Fireball. So, yeah. I know. hey, they do have a, an, an alcohol called Fireball. I, I don't and know. That has know. nothing to do with anything. And you but would. Know. Ryan knows. I guess. I, I, you could probably light it on fire. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's 100% alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that is your sports check-in with Stephanie this morning. Fireball. Oh, fireball oh, boy, oh, boy. soccer. I like, I like Joey and Chandler's fireball better. With the tennis. <laughs> think about it, though. Okay, if you did it with the tennis ball with, you'd have to have, what are those, those rubber. Well, I don't know. Those could catch on fire, too, right? Doesn't rubber catch on fire? Because if you well, had yeah, an oven Have you ever mitt, seen tires burn? No, but you I. haven't? No, but I've heard about have it. Have you never heard the term burn rubber? Yeah, like in the race car business. Yeah, right. right. Tires can catch on fire. Rubber does burn. Okay, well, if even if you had a rubber mitt like they make out there now, or uh, just a cloth mitt, and you're throwing a tennis ball on fire, your hand's going to catch on fire. You're going to burn yourself. Oh. Just like you're going to burn your feet in fireball soccer. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting. I wouldn't do it. Boy, oh no, I don't boy. think I'd rather go either. ride seven camels before I do some cheese seven rolling. Seven camels. Doug has seven camels. Remember, well, we're going. Are you going to ride all seven or just one? 
really just want to be so scared well, you to ride. Just said the I'm going to ride seven camels. I said I would rather ride seven. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Have Lord. a good day. Go sell something. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. Bye. There you go, Stephanie from Sales. Everybody, it's uh, eight twenty-nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and uh, we are brought to you in part this morning by NeighborWorks Waco, by Southwest Sports Medicine, TFNB, your bank for life, and of course from uh, the office of Baylor alumni. Coming up, we're going to visit with Joe Trahan from WFAA TV. We'll do it next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is a highly listened to program. Matt Mosley, asking the tough questions. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Aaron, are you with me? Matt Mosley, giving the hottest takes. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show. I'll put a little pimento cheese on there, and that takes it to another level. The Matt Mosley Show. You guys might have recognized my voice there. Weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Merry Christmas from the Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com.
Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Lone Star Structures. Baylor basketball beat Northwestern 58-48 last night. Baylor women hosting Long Beach State today. UMHB basketball over Linfield 78-61 last night. The crew will face Whitworth tonight at 8. Eastern Michigan beat San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl 41-21. Toledo beat Liberty in the Boca Retan Bowl 21-19. One bowl game today, Ariel Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Western Kentucky versus South Alabama kickoff at 9 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks at Minnesota tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Edmonton at the Stars tonight. Puck drops at 8.30. Baylor versus Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl tomorrow. Kickoff at 7.30 in Fort Worth. Our live coverage starts at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Your friend in the car business. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time, your first word in sports. Ryan and Ward back in our ESPN studios, and I'm here in Fort Worth getting you ready for the bowl game coming up, the Armed Forces Bowl coming up on Thursday evening. We're joined now by WFAA-TV Channel 8's Joe Trahan. Joe, good morning. And you've had a few days to to kind of take in the Cowboy game against Jacksonville. After giving it some thought, Joe, is do you lay this one at the feet of the of the offense? Do you lay it at the feet of the the defense, or what are your thoughts on on a 27-10 lead becoming a overtime loss? Yeah, first of all, good morning, uh, Tom. Hope you're doing well, um, Ward. Everybody, I hope y'all are doing great. Yeah, listen, I, I think everyone owns a piece of it. To be honest, um, you know the offense and the mistakes. You know, uh, uh, Dak Prescott's got to stop throwing interceptions. Um, I, I do think part of that. Um, is he struggling with that receiving core? They're not always as good or in the right places that they should be. That's part of it. The defense, obviously, giving up all those points back-to-back. I got whiplash with, with how Jacksonville got back in that game so quickly. But then the other thing is the coaches as well. You can't make that decision on third and ten in regulation. You just can't. I've, I've looked at the play. I looked at the All-22 last night, you guys, and it is, it is it's coaching malfeasance. And let me tell you something right now, right today, if this thing blows up, you know, you got all the injuries with the defense. If it blows up, if, you know, if the GOAT Tom Brady has one last um, resurrection scene in that playoff game, should they play them in the first round on the road in Tampa Bay? Um, and, and, and Mike McCarthy gets fired, which I think he would if they lost that game. I will go back to this game on that third and 10 call. It is one of the most. It was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. You guys, I went back and looked at it. They went max protect, so that meant that Schultz and Pollard stayed in the backfield. It was obvious that Dak was not going to run the uh, that they weren't going to run the football with Pollard. Go back and look where Pollard was. He was two steps in front of Dak. Okay, you send three wide receivers all on vertical routes. 
It looked like straight go routes. There were five defensive backs to cover three receivers. It was essentially just chucking it up. This is professional football, and I just it it I don't know what they were thinking. Um, I want to ask Dak Prescott. The only the only saving grace is listen to the the um, the cornerback who was playing Noah Brown was so far off. I don't know if Noah Brown could have broken off his route. I don't know if that was part of the play structure, but if not. Three verticals, just chucking the ball up and essentially handing them another timeout was coaching malfeasance. And that is what I will point back to should Mike McCarthy get fired uh, this year. Joe, do you think Kellen Moore is over his skis sometimes and maybe the big moment gets too big for him in play calling-wise because he drifted from what he's been able to do for a few games and then it kind of went back to the old Kellen Moore it looked like on Sunday? Ward, I think it's a great question. And it, it feels to me that there are certainly times when Kellen just gets too cute, mm-hmm. right? We have seen this offense at its best. It is when they are mixing in Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. Zeke's hitting them right in the mouth. Pollard's hitting them on the perimeter. And then Dak mixes in play-action passing. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. And as soon as they start to stray from it, we start to see the cracks in this offense. And listen, there are issues that they have offensively. I mentioned the receiving core there. Um, uh, C.D. Lamb has, I think he's, he's uh, uh, increased his level. I think he's playing to the level of a number one receiver. However, you guys know defenses can double him. All right, Michael Gallup, what you got? Noah Brown, what you got? Mm-hmm. You know, and far too many times, uh, you know, those other receivers – just haven't been able to rise to the level. So we know there are cracks there. We know that Dak is trying to force the ball too much. I suspect because the separation that his receivers get is so bad. In fact, I looked at the stat probably three weeks ago. The separation that Cowboys receivers got was in the bottom five of the NFL in terms of when that pass is thrown, you know, their separation may have been right at a yard. So he's, you know, the windows aren't just tight. They're minuscule. Right. So Dak's trying to force it into these windows. And when you get away from the formula that we have seen has been so successful, uh, this offense goes the wrong way. Is that what you make of the uh, the high interception numbers from Dak since he came back from the injury? That's part of it. That's part of it. I do think he's trying to force the ball more than he would. But that doesn't let Dak off the hook because you've got to also think about the situational aspects of it. Like I said, I had whiplash because the Jaguars came back so quickly <laughs> the other day. I mean, I was like, wait, what What just happened? And it was because Dak tried to throw that ball. You're deep in your territory. There's no reason to force that ball at that point. And listen, it's I, I don't know what to make of it, right, you guys? Because it is. it was like they were playing football out there, not professional football, mm-hmm. right? We've seen some high school teams kind of go through that. It's like, listen. This is professional football. You're leading the football game. Act accordingly, right? And if at, t- if at times that means settling for a draw or a delay on third and long or second and long, that's what you do. You know, you have to rely that your defense can make some plays. I get it. They were getting gashed. The cornerbacks, you were, you know, Kelvin Joseph, um, renaming burnt toast, whatever you want to do. I mean, it is awful, right? <laughs> I get that you were having those issues, but still you've got to be a professional about it. And those, I felt like the coaching staff lost its wit during that game, and you can't have it. Joe, what does T.Y. Hilton bring to this offense? 
Mm. Another award. You just you lighten it up this morning, brother. Um, <laughs> I think the Cowboys are hoping he can bring that veteran presence. He can bring and listen. It doesn't have. I think Ty can still run, but I'm not. I'm not even concerned about him stretching the field. I'm con- I'm concerned about making the proper decisions on third downs. Right? If they're if they're running a combo man defense on one side of the defense and then zone on the other, I want him to be able to recognize what it is. And if it's a zone, just settle down in that hole. Mm-hmm. Give Dak a target. Right? If if they're playing man on your side, keep running through. Run away from your defender. Some of those simple things that I don't know are always happening with 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 the entirety of the Cowboys receiving core right now. That's what they need from him. If he can come up with a couple of, or even just a few big third down clutch uh, conversions, man, that's, that's where his value can, can just go through the chart, uh, through the roof. We know the Eagles are going to be the, the number one seed. We know the Cowboys are going to be on the road unless something miraculous happens, but let's <laughs> come on. They're going on the road and they got to go on the yep. road. So what, yep. what do you make of Saturday's, Saturday's game, you know, the shine's off of it, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I've been looking forward to this game for months. In fact, I no more. put it on my calendar at the beginning of the year. And I'm like, okay, all right, let's celebrate Christmas. Um, it does, you guys, it really doesn't mean much. And, and let me take it one step further. Because should the Cowboys go on the road and play whoever that NFC South champion will be, um, if they win that game, then who do they play? Philadelphia, if things go by the book, if they go mm-hmm. by the chalk, and the other division winners win. So not only does it become, you know, not as big of a game, well, I, mean, I know these teams know each other really well, but you don't want to show your latest stuff to them, right? So, I mean, it, it just, all the luster is gone. Um, the Cowboys, I will say this, the Cowboys do need to put some good football on tape, you guys. They got to because it's been – they've just been kind of scuffling. And, I, and and here's why I think they need to put that good football on tape because I think part of that locker room believed in their press clippings too much. After they beat the Vikings the way they did, the way they came back against the Colts in that crazy fourth quarter, I think that some of those players in that locker room say, you know what, we're a damn good football team. They are, but they're a damn good football team with a qualifier. They've all got to be locked in. They've all got to be focused. They can't let up because the second that they let up because of some of some of the deficiencies that are built into that roster, they become a completely different team. And, you know, we, we've seen them lose focus too much. And, listen, if they do that in the postseason, uh, it could get really ugly around here. And, and- – I was going to ask you too, Joe. How important is it? Take take the Eagles out of it and everybody else out of it. How important is it for this Cowboy team just to go out the next three weeks and work on themselves, not worry about the other color jersey? Just go do what you can do to become a better football team, so you have a little bit of legs underneath you going into the playoffs. I, I think it's vital. I think it's vital. The, the good news. I know. I sound like gloom and doom over here. <laughs> the good news is this. Um, three weeks in the NFL season, whether we want to admit it or not, is a friggin' eternity. I just want you to go back three weeks from where we were today. You know, we were they were coming off of, you know, beating the Vikings the way they did. You know, and then they won that next game. I mean, they have time to get this thing together. But what we have seen and what they have put on tape 
just there's too many question marks. So yeah, I do think it's all about the Cowboys. It is all about them. They need they need to just worry about what they are doing and, and block everything out. And and that's the only path that I think that they have to trying to, to be successful in the playoffs. Other than this fact, guys, there's one other fact, and I will I'll throw this life preserver out there. For all you Cowboy fans out there who are kind of in the middle of the ocean, kind of just bobbing up and down like a cork, wondering, where are we going? Where's land? Can, you know, can I, am I going to get saved? Well, let me tell you this. The NFL is more wide open than it's ever been. I've never seen it like this, you guys. Mm-hmm. There's no super team. Yeah, the Eagles are great. But listen, um, let's see what's wrong with Hurts' shoulder. Let's see, right? If he is limited in any shape, form, or fashion, this will be the most wide-open NFL playoffs in my lifetime, right? Because they're just, there's just no great teams, especially in the NFC. So that's the one life preserver I'll throw out there for Cowboy fans. If you could take these three weeks, Dallas Cowboys, and get some semblance of an act together, um, uh, trying to figure out who that other cornerback will be will certainly be important. Uh, but if you could cobble it together – because it's so wide open, you still got a chance, as crazy as that sounds. All right, with, with, with that in mind, final thought for you. Who are they and what are they? Mm. The Dallas Cowboys in 2022 are most aptly described by their inconsistency. The lack of consistency should be maddening to anyone who is a Cowboys fan. I truly believe This year's team can lose to any team in the NFL, and they can beat any team in the NFL. It sounds ridiculous, but I'm sorry, you guys. That's what I've seen this season. Joe, thanks. As always, it is a pleasure. Love visiting with you. Uh, Hope you and your family are well, and and hope you have a, a very Merry Christmas, and thanks so much for your time this morning. Absolutely. You guys, you know I love coming on the show. Sorry about last week, but listen, one last thought. Um, Mm -hmm. As we go through this holiday season, I I am pushing this uh, on everyone that I know and everyone who's listening to these airways. I know it's tough nowadays. I know we got a lot going on. Please take one minute during this holiday season to give gratitude for what you have, whatever it is you have. It will help in the long run. So God bless y'all. Y'all take care. We'll talk soon. Amen. All right, Joe. Thanks. Have a great day. Appreciate it. That's uh, Joe Trahan from WFAA. Great insight, Ward. I mean, can we just have him every day? Exactly. I mean, he's he's inside that thing. I mean, he's 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 got it. He's great information. All right, eight forty eight. We're a dozen minutes away from nine. This is game time from Fort Worth, Texas. We are here for the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, and we got more coming up in just a couple of minutes. Don't forget, there is a press conference later today with the the head coaches. We'll have that covered for you, and then a lot of that information, a lot of that audio, hopefully, will be on the Matt Mosley program coming your way this afternoon at 3 o'clock. All right, this is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're right back with more in just a moment. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is a highly listened to program. Matt Mosley asking the tough questions. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Aaron, are you with me? Matt Mosley giving the hottest takes. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show. I'll put a little pimento cheese on there. And that takes it to another level. The Matt Mosley Show. 
you guys might have recognized my voice there. Weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from your friends at Agritech Animal Health. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies and take the worries out cost-effectively. That's what you get with Agritech Animal Health and Chad Spitzer and his staff. With over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry, from the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to serve you with that personal feel and products that you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game. 254-883-5500. Merry Christmas from Agritech Animal Health. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation Repair. Okay, I didn't know. Nobody said go. Tom gave me the nod. Oh, Tom nodded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't hear you nod, Tom. <laughs> but you can nod your head yes to us when we give you a free estimate for foundation repair. What if I don't see them? Well, we can send somebody else. And I'm they, fired. They can say yes. Fired. I'm done. Get it taken care of. So give us a call. We'll go play with my polar bear. 254-235-4922 or fixajimmy.com. That's me. There's always some new beers for you to try at Dancing Bear Pub. Since 2007, Dancing Bear Pub has featured a wide range of craft beers. Poured in a relaxed, watering hole setting that features a vintage wood bar and a large patio. 16 rotating drafts featuring craft beers, ciders, and seltzers. Plus over 50 canned options. Thursday night, it's glass giveaway night. Buy the beer from the select brewery and keep the glass. Waco's home for craft beer, Dancing Bear Pub. 1117 Spade Avenue, Waco. Hashtag Sip'em Beers. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Everyone knows that Black Friday is a holiday tradition. At Morrison's Gifts, we want to give the holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy Black Friday pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket and remember, free gift wrapping and delivery is available. That's Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back with five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app. Banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Lone Star Structures. Baylor basketball beat Northwestern 58-48 last night. Baylor women hosting Long Beach State today. UMHB basketball over Linfield 78-61 last night. The crew will face Whitworth tonight at 8. Eastern Michigan beat San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl 41-21. Toledo beat Liberty in the Boca Raton Bowl 21-19. One bowl game today, Ariel Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Western Kentucky versus South Alabama kickoff at 9 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks at Minnesota tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Edmonton at the Stars tonight. Puck drops at 8.30. Baylor versus Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl tomorrow. Kickoff at 7.30 in Fort Worth. Our live coverage starts at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, welcome back. This is uh, Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Greeny's coming up at 9, John Morris at 3. Uh, no, it's not. It's the Matt Mosley program an hour earlier. Matt joins us. Good morning, Matthew. How are you? Well, doing fine, although, and I'm sure you all have been covering it throughout the morning, 
woke up to some very unfortunate uh, Baylor news that was trending that way last night. And we will uh, make our way from the team hotel down to another hotel today for a news conference um, with Dave Aranta. And so I tell you, on top of playing a bowl game in your rival stadium, having the weather be, oh, I don't know, game time around 10 to 15 degrees, um, the news this morning on Austin Novaside has uh, sent everybody into the tank uh, as far as Baylor fandom. And uh, I'm just getting all sorts of messages and um, Ward, I would have to say that uh, you, you know it, when you were doing this, and you know, I'm saying when you were went to play, and you know what signing day used to be, it used to be like one person, like Max Hemfinger, whoever would, and, and Tom, you remember this too. It 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 wasn't what it is now, which is just this sort of national, tons of people making money off all this, but um, there would always be that one last-minute surprise, and you didn't want it to happen to you. Um, and, Ward, I would just say this is, the, this is the danger, and Tech's doing it, your alma mater does this, when you put a, 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 a class to bed really early. Boy, Mac used to love doing it at Texas. Every once in a while, one will get away from you. And that's why some schools like to wait a little bit and and not put things to bed so early. But uh, really tough day for the Bears. Yeah, and you're right. It, it's a different world now because of the instant gratification. Everybody has instant notification in their hand. You can you can change and, and spin on a dime nowadays that, you know, used to. Back in the day, nobody even – you knew what National Signing Day was, but there was no news about it. I, you know, it came out in the paper the next day, and and that's what happened. And you, you didn't even – you didn't even go see them. I mean, usually it was faxed over to them or sent to them uh, in the mail. And so it's, it's a much, much bigger thing now. And now with the, the NIL deals – it's, it's changing everything because there's so many transfers out there and they're looking for a deal, and now all of a sudden you've got guys spinning at the last minute because maybe there's a coach there or maybe a new coach just came in that you like. It, it, there's so many factors into it. It really has changed the whole world. And uh, we'll have more on it at 3 o'clock this afternoon with the Matt Mosley program. That's going to do it for us on this Wednesday. We're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas.